Well, good morning, our word family and guests. On behalf of Now Word Covenant Church, Pastor Keith, Lady D, thank you for joining and touching and agreeing in prayer, seeking God first and trusting his word, which says, have I not commanded be strong and courageous and do not be discouraged. So let's honor God and join our hearts and minds together in community in our devotion and prayer with this promise. The Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Well, my name is Pastor Terry, and our scripture reading today is from 2 Thessalonians 2 and 1 and the first part of verse 2. And it reads, Now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to him, we ask, we beseech, we earnestly urge, we beg you not to be so soon shaken in mind or troubled either by spirit or by word or by letter. I want you to know that in this verse, Paul is responding to a rumor that had gone out in which it was alleged that he had said that the day of the Lord, which is we know as the second coming of Christ, had already happened, and the people in the saints at Thessalonica had missed it. Now, in a nutshell, that's a contextual meaning, but there are some very important parallels in this verse to what's happening and what's going on in the world today of grave importance. And God has been dealing with me on this, and I want to share with you what he has said to me. So in a very short amount of time that we have together, and I'm so grateful to be on this line connecting with you, but in this very short amount of time, I have three things I want to do. I want to give you a reminder, I want to give you a warning, and I want to encourage you. So let's get it on. The first thing I want to do is remind you, give you a stern reminder that Jesus is coming back. Don't allow yourself to be distracted by what's going on in the world all around you. But understand and put in perspective that everything that's happening is setting the stage for his return. That is the great promise. That is the hope of our promise. Now, this doesn't mean that we should sit around and wait on the Lord doing nothing. We should be socially active. We should stand up for the poor and disenfranchised all among us. We should be the first trumpets for justice, liberty, and freedom. But all of that should be done from the perspective of your Christian standing, not from a racial perspective, not from an ethno-cultural perspective, and certainly, for God's sakes, not from a political perspective. Never forget that, by definition, politics divide people. So remember and never forget why we do what we do. It's because we must work the works of him that sent us while it is yet day. Because when the night comes and it is coming, no man can work. And we should have the same passion as our Father who is, according to Scripture, not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance before it's everlasting too late. I want to remind you that Jesus is, in fact, coming back. 
Secondly, I want to warn you, beware of deception. Listen, the Bible has said that God, by his spirit, has not made us ignorant of the devil's devices. Deception is the vehicle that by which sin entered into the world. The spirit of deception is alive and thriving, especially during chaotic times like this. <clears throat> In at least five instances of the New Testament, the warning, do not be deceived, is stated verbatim. These words and verses are literally telling us, don't believe everything you hear. And in a spiritual sense, not even everything that you see. The news media is one of the biggest culprits of this deception. How is it that two different news programs telling the same story end up with different results and different conclusions? Someone is lying and deceiving millions, and I believe it's purposely. I believe it's the agenda of the enemy. That's why I said before, and I will say it again and repeat it now, watch your intake of news media. Don't be so obsessive about what is happening in the news because deception is flowing through the media. Sadly, one of the biggest problems is that often we choose what we want to believe based on our own agenda rather than believe what we should based on the word of God. And that's a very dangerous place because our very souls are at risk if we know what God said and reject his truth by choosing to believe something contrary to his truth. It is a direct insult and offense to God. It can start the process towards separation from him because of willful separation from his truth. God can't be separated from this truth. That is why a great deception is sent into the world to separate us from God's truth. Second Thessalonians 2 and 11 says, for this reason, because they did not love the truth, God, not the devil, God sent strong delusion so that they would believe the ultimate lie. This leads to destructive path of a deprived mind, of a mind deprived rather, of the truth. So let no man shake you off of your foundation of the word of God. Let God be truth and every man be a lie. Lastly, I want to encourage you to look up. Isaiah 40 and 26 says, look up into the heavens. And that doesn't mean you know, don't look up as those wandering around with their heads in the clouds completely oblivious to what's going on around them. But look up is a metaphor for focusing or setting your mind on those things which are above. Don't allow yourself to be so focused on the chaos that's going on that you forget to look up. Why? Because that's where your help comes from. Look toward the hills. Because your help cometh from the Lord. That is where the answers you need will come from. The answers you need, you don't find in the news media. You won't find anywhere else but from God during these times. That's where your praise and worship should be directed. And ultimately, that's where the king of glory is, and he is our defender. Now, let me pray for you. Father, oh God, 
We thank you for this day. Even when there is so much confusion, when there is so much uncertainty about the future, when there is so much division, when there is so much despair, God, when as your word says, men are biting against each other, so much so that we are consuming each other. God, I pray in the name of Jesus, cover these your children. God, I pray the peace of God fall upon them like never before. Oh, God, that they remember and put in perspective that you are coming back. Oh, gracious Father, that they will be warned against the deception of the enemy. And, oh, God, that they will be encouraged to look up, to not focus on the chaos, but to focus on you, the king of glory. God, I thank you right now, God, and I pray against every distraction, every deception. I rebuke the spirit of deception. I rebuke, Heavenly Father, anything that comes to turn the minds and the hearts of people from you, from focusing on you. Oh, Heavenly Father, I pray now that even as our man of God, as our pastor, is preaching about the Holy Ghost, God, that you will word his mouth with truth, power. God, that he will be resolved to preach the truth no matter how it comes into the ears of others, but God, that it will, Heavenly Father, heal up the fallow ground. I pray for him right now, God. Cover him in every side, Father. Cover his family. Cover his wife, God, in the name of Jesus. So there will be no distraction. Because we certainly need a word from the Lord, and we know that your word is flowing through our pastor, the one whom you've assigned to us, that he may watch over our souls. We thank you, and for that we praise you for him. Now, all these that are on this call, God bless them and keep them by your power. We give you praise, honor, and glory. Now, the Lord bless you and protect you. The Lord smile upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord show you favor and give you peace. I love you today. Now y'all go on and have a good day in the name of Jesus. Amen.